Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today. What's wrong with me? The physical effects of mental stress with Susan DeCosin. Undoubtedly, we are living in times of stress, uncertainty, and adversity that infiltrates our energy. Many are struggling not knowing what's really going on inside themselves. Stress is a natural part of the human condition. However, prolonged and unmanaged stress can be debilitating, whether it's excessive worry, overthinking, rerunning negative thoughts carrying burdens that don't belong to us. As quoted by Lou Holtz, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. And Katrina Meyer states, today she let go of the things that were weighing her down was the day she began to shine the brightest. I just love that. Of course, this may be easier said than done because we are creatures of habit and those that do not serve us well. So how can we, as Ralph Waldo Emerson so eloquently states, live in the sunshine, swim the sea, and drink the wild air? How can we find that peace that so many desire? It's all about self-care, caring for our physical and emotional well-being. And sometimes being so overwhelmed, we may need that extra push that coaching or professional care, and that's perfectly fine. But each day is a fresh day for new possibilities, and each moment we have the power to change our thoughts and anchor in the power of love for self-care, self-renewal, and ultimately to begin again. How can we let our minds rest? Buddha quotes, the mind is like water when it's turbulent. It's difficult to see when it's calm, everything becomes clear. And so our amazing guest today, Susan DeCosin, will shed light on the mind-body connection, the impact of stress, and how we can reset. She is the owner of Healing Methods, a business centered around offering a variety of healing modalities of mind, body, and spirit. A certified clinical hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master and teacher, and Siwa Murthy, Balinese healing practitioner, and also author. She helps people release infirmities, achieve balance, change ingrained habits, become more confident, overcome fear, and promote ongoing wellness. So now, I welcome Susan DeCosin to our show today. What's wrong with me? The physical effects of mental stress. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much, Jean. It's such a pleasure to always be on your show. I just love your energy, and I love the fact that we can get these healing messages out to a nice wide audience. 
It's nice working with people one-on-one, but sometimes I find that these messages really do repeat themselves over and over again. And that's an indication to me that there are a lot of people that are going through the same thing and a lot of folks that can really benefit from having these messages come their way. Messages of hope, messages on how they can change their life and take back power. And it's so great to have you back on our show for this most empowering conversation. So, Susan, I know our listeners are so excited about you being with us today. Tell us about you and your journey and what what really inspired you. Well, I'll tell you, Jean, I've always been fascinated by the power of energy healing. Um, just for years, I've spent time in, you know, learning how to do Reiki. We traveled to Bali, Indonesia to learn how to use our hands for uh, healing with a Balinese form of healing called Siwamurti. I've always been intrigued by that. But it wasn't until I got into hypnotherapy that I really started to understand the um, the connection between the mind and the body and how powerful thought energy is. And beyond that, how much our minds are um, able to adapt to change around us and sometimes not in a really good way. Uh, the stress of what's been going on in the world around us has really um, been something we've adapted to, which in a way is good, but in a way is bad because we've adapted to being at a higher level of stress. And then when we have um, health issues pop up and we don't understand where they're rooted or where they're coming from, we don't quite get the connection. You remember back in March of 2020, Jean, we were all freaking out. We were wearing rubber gloves and masks and taking our clothes off and washing them as soon as we came through the door from the store. And I mean, it was a different world then. Not a whole lot has changed when it comes to what's going on with the virus and on the planet and that, but we certainly have, haven't we? Yes, yes, yes. And that shows you our adaptability. We can adapt to our surroundings, and we're meant to adapt to our surroundings, but when our adaptation means that we're also taking on a higher level of stress and we're holding ourselves at a higher level of stress, it can have implications toward our physical well-being, and I don't think a lot of people really understand that at the level that they need to. And, and Susan, it's it's just so wonderful to become more aware of what we're doing. And, you know, you talk about us being creatures of habit. And I know for myself personally, I have to be the, the watcher and observer of myself and my thoughts because I can go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah, uh, depending on what I'm paying attention to and uh, uh, try to shift my my thoughts and my energy to a more positive frame of mind because I know the, you know, the effects of that. And you talk a lot about the power of the mind, the energy of our thoughts, uh, the power we have over our well-being, you know, that's, you know, so all-encompassing. Can you really talk a little bit more about this energy? Because everything is energy. Yes, everything is energy. And I'll tell you, uh, the more time that I spend um involved in in this aspect of health and well-being, the more my mind is blown, quite frankly. I have been uh, a participant in some worldwide experiments and one in particular that really just just took my breath away had to do with uh, the health and well-being of a sample of blood that was taken from an individual where the baseline showed that the sample of blood, when it just literally sat out on a counter 
or was placed into a Faraday cage, which is a room that is void of all sound and uh, temperature change and uh, light and everything, completely void, uh, that that sample of blood that was split into those two vials after a period of time, uh, the one in the Faraday cage, all of the cells were dead. The one that was on the counter had some dying cells, some dead cells, and some that were alive. But after a 20-minute experiment of sending healing energy but by thousands of people from around the globe to those two vials simultaneously, after 20 minutes, they checked the vials. And what we found was just staggering. The one on the counter had no dead cells, no dying cells, and more red blood cells that were alive and thriving than the scientists could actually count. And the one in the Faraday cage, which if you remember in the baseline, was completely void of any life, had no dead cells, no dying cells, and more alive blood cells than could be counted. Now, if that isn't proof of the power of thought energy as we were holding healing, uh, loving intentions on both vials of blood for 20 minutes, I don't know what is. Wow, that is amazing. And Susan, we know that our thoughts have a positive charge or a negative charge with tremendous residual effects. Yes, and you know we we don't really think about the fact that um, it's not just what we are consciously thinking, okay. and it even goes beyond what has affected us earlier in life that's held in our subconscious mind. There is a subliminal effect. So even if we're, let's say, sitting at a restaurant having a lovely dinner conversation with somebody, and they have a news program on a television over your shoulder your subconscious mind is always awake, alert, and recording. It is recording everything that it's hearing, even the frantic news reports that are coming over that news channel. We have to be mindful of what we expose ourselves to on a conscious level and on a subconscious and subliminal level as well, because all of that creates those belief systems that drive our body in the direction of either feeling safe and at peace which puts us into a state of healing and well-being, or in danger. And when our bodies feel like they're in danger, they go into that state of fight, flight, or freeze. And when we're in that state, our body immediately starts to change and metabolize in a different way. It starts to send the blood that carries the nutrients and oxygen in our body to our hands, our legs, our arms to fight or run. It does not allow our body to be in a state of healing and well-being, which then deprives us of, uh, deprives our organs and systems of what they need in order to maintain health. We don't realize it at first. Our body's really good at just shifting from one way to the other, but then over time, an extended period of time, and we can look at what's happened over the last two and a half years, our bodies will eventually start to show its issues of being in that fight or flight or freeze state through chronic pain, chronic fatigue, loss loss of sleep, uh, loss of clear thought. And all of these things will start to add up into bringing us into illness and uh, on the path to disease. And Susan, this brings me back to this burning question, (laughs) which is the uh, episode for our show, What's Wrong With Me? And you've just mentioned, you know, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Because as you were talking about uh, the subconscious mind and what we're taking in or the cumulative effects of what we pay our uh, focus on 
And then after a while, you know, many people end up feeling anxious, sad, you know, uh, as you indicated, not able to sleep, but not really able to pinpoint it. So what's wrong with me? Uh, Can you just elaborate? What does that look like? What does that feel like? So our listeners can really start paying attention to themselves and selecting how to, you know, focus their energies. Well, you know, when we look at it from a spiritual standpoint, we have, um, you know, two awarenesses. One is an awareness of the physical world and this experience that we're having in a life form. Um, But the other is an awareness of ourselves on an energetic level. And what happens is the noise of the physical world distracts us into believing that this is all there is, that this is our reality. We lose connection with the energetic side of us. And when we do that, we tend to get wrapped up in the in the minutia of what's going on around us and forget about the energetic side. And this is where grounding, I'm sure that's a word that a lot of people are familiar with at some level, but maybe don't understand deeply enough, grounding is necessary. And grounding is nothing more than just remaining connected to that other side of us, that energetic side of us. It's like we have a grounding rod on our home. And when the the home gets hit by lightning, what happens? Well, the excess energy, instead of it frying all of the wires in your walls, it goes down into the earth below where it's then dispersed. We are energetic beings. And when we get too wound up in what's going on, we do get a higher electrical charge within our body. And if we don't use techniques on a regular basis with which to discharge the excess energy, we basically fry like our house wiring would fry if it got hit by, uh, you know, by lightning. It's the same kind of a thing. So it's really about it's really about not just paying attention to those things in the physical world that are trying to grab our attention at all times, but also balancing our attention and giving time to that energetic side so that we can allow ourselves the self-care, the time for self-care that will ground us and bring us back to a balance within us. Yes, that spiritual aspect of ourselves that is really neglected as we focus more on the outer world. So, Susan, can you highlight or tell us about stress and the physical effects? Um, you know, we uh, we hear that stress is, is, is positive in a certain way, but shed some light on any studies or, or information that you have about uh, stress and the physical effects. Well, you know, I have seen very clearly that uh, the natural healing process can be interrupted by um, toxic blocks in the body. And toxins aren't just about things that we eat, and they aren't just about things that we're exposed to. Toxins can come from uh, negative thought patterns. And when these toxins get absorbed into our body, um, they kind of get in the way of the highway of energy that moves through us. We all know what um, what it's like when we have a, a 
problem with a leg and we can see that there's an injury there. But what we don't think about is there are invisible blocks within our energy meridians, our energetic meridians that can stop the natural flow of energy through our body. And a block in your leg can cause a problem with your back, can cause a problem with your ear. I mean, it's crazy to think about this, but when that block, is, when there is a block that is stopping the natural flow of energy through our body, it starts to cause things to react and respond with illness and pain and things of that sort. So, I mean, we can go on and on talking about all of the different toxins in the world and in our lives that cause those energetic blocks. But the important thing to understand is through energy balancing, whether you're doing yoga, whether you're doing meditation, whether you are working with a healing practitioner that's going in on a regular basis and breaking up those energetic blocks, whatever you need to do, you have to do it regularly in order to uh, break that cycle. Because as these blocks happen, we don't always see an immediate change or response in the physical body, but it can be cumulatively cumulatively uh, there over time, and we can start to see changes happen. And Susan, what is so important is that a lot of people wait until they're just physically debilitated and not really a pay, paying attention to moment by moment or daily, the daily impact of stress and what they're taking in. You talk about the whole process of detoxing, and I know we're going to uh, learn more about reprogramming the subconscious mind. Uh, it is possible to reverse this uh, for someone who's really just, you know, really uh, suffering from illnesses or a lot of stress and physical Absolutely. effects. We can reverse it. Is that right? Absolutely. And the most powerful thought is the th the most powerful energy rather is our thought energy. And so when we come back from break, I really want to take some time to illustrate that to our listeners so that they can understand it more deeply and start to create those changes within themselves. Wow, this is so exciting and so empowering. So listeners, stay tuned. We're ready for a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more on what's wrong with me. The physical effects of mental stress with Susan DeCosin, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master and teacher, author and owner of Healing Modalities. Stay tuned. We will be right back with more and learn more about strategies to detox and heal from stress. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. 
visit the website at drjmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascension.com library.org Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Well, welcome back to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Susan DeCousin. She's the owner of Healing Modalities. She's a certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master, and teacher, author. And also, uh, she's a Balinese, uh, Siwa Murdi Balinese healing practitioner on our show today. What's wrong with me? The physical effects of mental stress. And thank you so much, Susan, for breaking down, you know, this whole aspect of stress and the effects that it has on our the whole mind-body connection. So I want to just dive in with your uh, more conversations from you on the mind-body connection and how this relates to stress. Absolutely. Uh, You know, we don't realize how much stress we're under. And uh, when stress makes us feel weak, we feel disempowered. And when we feel disempowered, that just contributes even more to that whole uh, minutia of putting us in uh, a bad state of, of well-being. And it makes us even more vulnerable to illness and not feeling well. So, I want to share with the listeners a download that I received from Spirit. I am intuitive, and they they give me just the most beautiful guidance that I pass on to my clients through my spiritual guidance and hypnotherapy sessions. And this one was just such a powerful image that I think will help to illustrate to the listeners exactly how powerful our thoughts are. It was just a couple of years ago when I was actually dozing off to sleep and I got this powerful download of information and um, Spirit said, get up and write this down. So I got up and I wrote this all down and I've been sharing it with people ever since. I want you just to imagine for a moment that in your head, in your mind, there is a projection screen. That projection screen in your mind displays whatever you're thinking at that moment. And you have, through free will, the opportunity to choose what you want to play on that screen. Now, the way they worded it to me was really adorable. They said, you can choose to play reruns, which is things from your past, perhaps things that you uh, regret. You can choose to play previews of coming attractions, which is fear-based thoughts about the future. Or you can choose to play on that screen live TV, which is completely staying in this present moment. Now, the important thing is, whatever you decide to play on that screen through your free will is actually going to be the energy that animates your physical body at that moment as if you're experiencing it in real time. So, if you are living in regret or lots of people living in PTSD over things that have happened in their past, your body does not know the difference between you thinking about it or actually living through it. Same thing with fear-based thoughts about the future. So what you're doing is you're actually choosing in that moment to put yourself through that stress and anxiety as if you're going through it again right then. And even if it's not real, it's, it's in the future. So when you're doing that, you are putting yourself through the trauma in that moment instead of staying fixed on the fact that in this current moment, you're safe and well and everything is fine. So They went one step further with it, and they said, not only is your body going to react and respond to what's being played on that screen as if it's happening in real time, but we want you to understand how much energy you're giving away. Thoughts are energy, and every time that you're giving a thought to the future or to the past, you are actually, they showed me an image of somebody holding a stack of $100 bills. They said, 
since you people in the physical, I love the way they said that, (laughs) are so connected to money, we want you to think that every time you think about something that hasn't happened yet or something from the past, we want you to think that you are literally flipping $100 bills in that direction. Mm. That stack of money is the energy that you have to spend in the present moment. Mm. But every time that you're flipping $100 bills toward the past or the future, it leaves you less and less and less energy with which to spend in the present moment, which truly is the only thing that you have control over. They went on to say the next thing, which was a jaw-dropping moment for me. They said, if you were able to pull back all of the energy that you were expending on the past and the future and bring all of it into the present moment, you would literally be able to manifest whatever you wanted immediately. Wow. Now that's powerful. Wow. What a beautiful image and such an empowering download to share with our listeners and as you work with your clients. Because we have the tendency to wake up every morning replaying the old tapes. What yes. happened? What didn't work out? Thank and you we for re- saying that too. <laughs> yes. Because you yes. know what else that brings to mind yes. is this. This is one of the biggest faults we have. What's the last thing we do before we go to sleep? And the first thing we do when we wake up. For most people, they watch the nightly news before they go to sleep. And when they wake up, they grab their cell phone and start to look at the news of the day. Do you know that those are the two most receptive points for our subconscious mind to absorb information that becomes our belief system? Right before we go to sleep, because our busyness of our days thoughts are slowing down. And right as we wake up in the morning, that is the most impressionable time for our subconscious mind. The best thing you can do is as you're going to sleep at night, go to sleep with a smile on your face, watch a comedy, watch a sitcom, watch something that's uplifting and positive or read an inspirational quote that is going to resonate through your mind all night long. First thing in the morning, Don't go to the news programs. Don't go to the daily updates on your phones with news. Go to another positive way of being, whether it's starting your day with a meditation, with a positive affirmation, something like that. But you have to keep in mind that, again, whatever you feed your mind is what it's going to use as a basis for where your energy is going to go. And we're not just talking about when we talk about manifestation, we're not talking about bringing money and cars and big houses and relationships into your life. We're talking about manifesting health and well-being. Mm. So, Susan, at the, at the beginning of the day, it's, I mean, it's almost like if we wake up, like you're saying, focusing on the media, the news and what didn't happen, what didn't work, your energy is already zapped. Right. And you're right. You're already kind of programming yourself for the rest of the day. You are focusing on doom and gloom. Mm. And where you place your focus is what you see. If you imagine looking through a telescope, there is as you look through that telescope, you see this round image in front of you that is projecting forward. It doesn't mean that the world is not going on to your right and your left. It just means that it's not in your focus at that moment. You can choose to focus on positive things, healing things, uplifting things, and you can tune out the other stuff because knowing about something that's going on in the world that's going to pull your energy down is not contributing positively to that problem. 
and it's certainly not contributing positively or to your energy. So you have to decide where do you want to spend your energy? Do you want to hold it within you so that you can choose to direct it toward healing and wellness and positive things? Or do you want to be the person that walks around all day going, oh, isn't that terrible? Oh, isn't that awful? Oh, isn't it? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? But if you can't contribute in a way that's going to help heal those situations, you can still contribute by keeping your energy, your light within you as bright as possible. Mm. Because you see, the energy of this planet is a collective energy. Yes. And you may not be able to help somebody on the other side of the planet that's struggling at this time by reaching out and physically giving them help, but energetically by keeping your energy as high as it can be, keeping your thoughts pure, contributing to those things that you can contribute to, your light is going to shine brightly. And that cumulatively is going to bring up the collective vibration of the planet. Wow. I love that. And you know, what spirit gave you about the mind as a is actually a projective screen. <laughs> and you have the choice, right? Through the power right. of free will as to whether you play these reruns, regretful memories from the past, or focus on fear-based thoughts, or choose, right? Choose in the right. moment. And I think the litmus test, uh, which is for me always, is, how does this make you feel? So our listeners, you know, take heed to what Susan is saying because how you feel to me is the, the, the test. Right. And a lot of times we don't know just how stressed we are until we have the moment of relaxation. I'll take somebody under trance with hypnotherapy and it, before they go under they're oh no, my life's fine. I've got everything under control. 15 <laughs> minutes later, I bring them out and they look at me and say, holy cow, I had no idea. I am so relaxed right now. So right now I just want to do like a 10, 15 second breathing exercise. Okay. I want everybody right now just to close their eyes. And I want you to take in, in between these three breaths that I'm going to coach you through, just breathe normally. But right now, I want you to take in a nice, deep, full breath. And as you release that breath, with your eyes closed, I want you to allow all of the muscles in your face to relax around your eyes, your cheeks, your jaw, your forehead. Just allow them all to relax and become soft and comfortable. And now take in a second, deep, full breath. And as you release this one, allow that relaxation to move into your neck and your shoulders and allow your shoulders to become heavy and drop down. All of those muscles too, releasing and becoming comfortable. And now as you take in a third full breath and release this one, Just imagine you're under a warm shower, and as that water cascades down your body, it's taking with it any remnants of stress or tension, all the way down into the earth below. Now, just those three breaths, I'm sure that you can feel the difference in your body. Can you feel it, Jean? Yes, yes. The power of this exercise, the relaxation, because... 
you know, I realized that I can hold tension in my body. And when I'm aware, I'm like, gosh, you know, you're, you're all tight, you know, <laughs> and yeah. your shoulders, your shoulders are bunched up or you, you know, and you feel this tightness and we carry so much of this tension within our bodies. So you're making us aware of the power of relaxation, even holding that tension in your face, right? Yeah, and here's a newsflash. The same tension that you feel in these surface muscles of your face and in your shoulders and that, Mm -hmm. that tension is transferred down to a cellular level. If you made a tight fist and you held it for more than 30 seconds, you can see how uncomfortable that becomes and how little circulation there is in that hand. That's happening. Tension, it happens all the way through your body. And that's how we end up having chronic pain. That's how we end up moving ourselves in the direction of having long-term issues with our physical body. Yes, and I hope our listeners will tune back in to hear your exercises and you know, really realize the power of breath and relaxation that is only, what, a breath away and in yes. control. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So every day, it is so ridiculously important that you find a way to get into that space of releasing that excess energy from your body. Now, a lot of people, they hear the word meditation and they say, oh, I don't know how to meditate. I can't do that. Every time I try to do that, my mind goes crazy. And I say to them, all right, stop thinking it as thinking of meditation as sitting with your legs crossed, you know, in lotus position. I want you to think of meditation as this. What is it that you enjoy doing, but you don't have to engage the conscious mind in? Mm. Is it painting? Is it gardening? Mm. Yeah. Is it taking a walk? Is yes. it is it creating a beautiful meal that a recipe that you've had for decades in your family? Whatever it is, I want you to know that that is the equivalent to sitting in lotus position and doing meditation because meditation is not necessarily about emptying the mind. It's about slowing down and stopping those busy thoughts of your conscious mind so that you can open up to the messages coming through on that energetic subconscious level. It's about raised awareness. That's really what meditation is. And how can you be aware of what's happening energetically if you are continuously being bombarded by those thoughts at a conscious level that are connected to the physical experience? And Susan, I think there are many who really have not really gotten in touch with what gives you pleasure? What gives you joy? And I right. love what you're saying about get lost in, you know, things that give you joy, whether it's preparing a meal, taking a walk. And these are things that you are actually present with, right? Right. Absolutely. This is your time each day to connect. Now, we, we wouldn't miss a day of brushing our teeth or taking a shower. You know, these are things we automatically do. We've got to make it automatic to do some grounding and relaxing techniques every single day. And the reward to that is clarity of thought, good Mm. sleep patterns, Mm -hmm. and a healthier, more comfortable body. Yes. And Susan, you talk about uh, practicing and uh, what uh, twenty taking twenty one days daily repetition? Can you talk a little bit about that to break, break these habits? And I, I know to- many people have heard that it takes twenty one days or longer to create a habit. Well, yes. guess what? Habits 
can happen in your thoughts as well. So mm-hmm. you have to make an effort to shift your thoughts consciously. When you start to see yourself thinking negative thought patterns, stop and realize that by shifting the way that you think and doing this on a regular basis, you're going to create a habit in your mind as to going to those positive thought pathways every time. So you it's not just about creating a habit of exercise. It's not just a habit of eating right. You yes. have to think right as well. Mm-hmm. That yes. contributes to your health just as much, if not more, than what you eat and what you do for exercise. Yes, because I think sometimes people think, well, okay, I did my exercise, I did my workout, I'm fine. But you're saying you got to pay attention to you know, how you're thinking, your thoughts. A hundred percent. Can you share a little bit before we go on break about the effect that on a cellular level so that our listeners can understand? Yes. I mean, the, the tension in your body is energetic. And think about a vibration moving through your body. If that vibration is going to be of a negative nature, it's not just going to hit you. I mean, think of a cell under a microscope. What do you see? You see more space than matter. That space is energy. So every thought being energetic and vibrational is literally going through you all the way down to your cells. It gives you a great responsibility. Yes, 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 certainly. Well, uh, when we come back from break, we're going to hear more about uh, some of your empowering uh, techniques and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about self-love and worthiness because so many people feel undeserving and how this mindset can be changed. So stay tuned, listeners. Uh, We're going to take a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be right back with more on What's Wrong With Me? The Physical Effects of Mental Stress with our amazing guest, Susan DeCosin, owner of Healing Modality, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master, teacher and author. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group, that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. 
And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light Show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Susan DeCousin, owner of Healing Methods, certified hypnotherapist, intuitive and spiritual advisor, Reiki master, teacher, author on our show today, What's Wrong With Me? The Physical Effects of Mental Stress. And thank you so much, Susan, for such empowering information in our first two segments. And I love for you to talk more about, you know, maintaining well-being and wellness and 
also, I'd like for you to touch on the issue of self-love and worthiness, because many people feel that they're undeserving. How can this mindset be changed? And I know I've give, packed a lot there, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will say that, um, you know, it just feels like more and more folks are are just, they're always seeking everything that they want to complete their life from outside of themselves and always trying to please everyone else. And uh, when you're constantly trying to please other people, you're you're really just uh, disempowering yourself. You're not seeing your own value because we really can't be of service to anyone at a high enough level unless we have taken the time to take care of ourselves. And so many folks will say that they have a difficult time seeing their worthiness. And this is what I say to them. Um, and it may sound a little funny at first, but when mm-hmm. people come to me, I'll say, now think about this just for a moment. I want you to imagine that you have dropped the body and you are visiting your own funeral. And I want you to wow. imagine the people that love you. And what do you think that they would be saying about you? Mm-hmm. Would they be saying things like, you were always the type of person that people could count on, that you would never allow anybody to go without, that you were a loving, giving, understanding, and forgiving person. And I watch as their head nods up and down. I say that you were the type of person that would never um, consciously do anything to hurt another. And of course, their head's nodding up and down. I say, well, then why are you not saying that about yourself? Mm-hmm. Why are you not saying that in your own mind? We have a tendency to not see ourselves through the eyes of those who are closest to us. And that is the easiest path to reminding ourselves of the beauty that we have. Yes. We have been perfectly programmed by the world to see and focus on what's wrong in ourselves, in other people, and in the world. We have to change that script. We have to change that programming. And we can do that by just becoming more aware. And awareness happens through silence. And if we would just take time every day to just sit and be consciously aware in a silent moment of what's going through our minds, and then when we find ourselves thinking negative thoughts about ourselves or the world or about those people around us, immediately put the brakes on those thoughts and force ourselves to look for what's good in the situation, in the person. Everything has an upside to it. But as I said, with that telescope, we can just get so good at focusing in on what's wrong and what's negative that we tune out the rest of it. And after a while, begin to believe that it's not there, whether it's not seeing the qualities in ourselves or in the world. Mm-hmm. So it is an effort in the beginning, but here's a really beautiful way of looking at it. Now, here in Michigan, we have snow, so I use a snow reference, but if there were two feet of snow that fell on the ground and you had to walk out to your mailbox, you're trudging through that with your boots on. The first time you go to the mailbox, it's a lot of effort. The next time, it's a, the path is a little bit more beaten down. And each time that you go to that mailbox, each day, it's going to become easier and easier because the path becomes padded down and easier to traverse. 
Your brain is the same way. You have neural pathways. And every time you think a new thought, it begins with a very thin line. But each time that you force the energy down that new neural pathway, the pathway becomes stronger and wider and more capable of handling more energy. And before you know it, the energy of your thoughts will find it easier to go down the new path than the old path. And just like an old road, the old pathway will start to deteriorate and break down and disappear. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning, it does take a little bit of effort to catch those thoughts and shift them in a new way. That is beautiful. And I want to go back to the point uh, that you were making about worthiness because so many look outside of themselves for approval or that their worthiness, worthiness is tied to what others think or believe about them. So thank you for sharing that uh, to change that script and really start focusing on, on what's beautiful or what's loving about yourself without the need for that. You know, it's nice to be recognized and for what you do or how you are, but I think, you know, we have to go within and, you know, that's the start. It has to start from within and also letting go of those things outside of you in a world that tells us that we got to take this pill or drink this fluid or do this exercise or drive this car. None of that is important. What's really important is what you can control because life doesn't happen to you. What happens to you is how you choose to react and respond to what's going on around you. And if you choose to react and respond in a positive way, then everything in your life can be really amazing. If you choose to get sucked into the minutia of negative thinking, then you're going down a rabbit hole of of welcoming all of that negativity into your life. It really is a choice. I, I like to say this. There are three things that are in our control. One is what we think. One is what we say. And the other is what we do. If you know that you can walk into each of those thinking, I have thought, said, and done things from a place of love within me, then you need to release everything else. Because anybody that comes at you negatively, they're speaking from their own issues. They're speaking from their own insecurities and their own shortcomings. Because if you can say everything I have said and done and thought, all of those things are from a place of love, you release the rest. Yes. And I love what you're saying. The practice of this, it will become your natural state of being. At first, it's more effort. But as you, you know, really look at how you feel, that litmus test of well-being, you want to stay there. So thank you so much. But Susan, how can people connect with you? Can you talk about your services or programs or workshops? Absolutely. This has become uh, an an amazing global environment. As we see just from this radio show, it reaches every corner of the planet. And my services do as well. Because as um, as a hypnotherapist and with the spiritual guidance that I do, I do those over Sky or over a Zoom just as much as in person. And it's been been expanding my practice to help people all around the world. I even teach people how to do healing around the planet. Um, so I have a website. It is healingmethods.org. 
And people can go there. I have writings on there that they can find to be very uplifting and inspirational. I have information about my business and what I offer and how to connect with me. And I would love for people to connect. We we do a monthly support group, which starts back up again in September. We take the summer off for light workers that are looking to find like-minded individuals that they can share their experiences and thoughts with. Um, we have so many different ways of bringing you to a good healthy space where you can find like-minded people to connect with and support uh, positive thought processes in your life to make you healthier. Other people that have inspired me that can also inspire you, Dr. Joe Dispenza has some amazing books out there. I know you and I have spoken about the wonderful things that he has done about the power of the mind over the body. Same thing with Dr. Bruce Lipton, wonderful books out there. The Biology of Belief is one of his. These are things that have brought me to a greater understanding of how to control my health and well-being through the power of thought and power of your, your mind. And I'd like to share those with other people as well. Okay. You know, as light workers or getting the message of empowerment, of love, or changing your thoughts and, you know, your energy, it takes a lot for light workers to continue to revive themselves. And oh, practice. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yes. I mean, okay. we're all challenged. Being a light worker doesn't mean that we don't have problems. We still exactly. have problems, but we have lines of people outside our door ready to dump their problems on us as well. So we need support. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've been lately, I've been doing a lot of stuff on TikTok at Susan okay. D. Cawson, and all people right. will find uplifting messages there as well. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Susan, for being on Love Light today. You've really uh, answered our question, what's wrong with me, sharing the effects of mental stress and why it's so important that uh, we can uh, we can take control and reset. So for our listeners, tune in on demand and connect with Susan to go deeper and share our show with others. Tune in next week for our show, Being Your Kindest and Strongest Self with Joy Ling, joining us from Malaysia. Access your weekly love light practice posted on the blog page of my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com and drjeanmarieferrisconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Create the life you love by taking control of your health and well-being. I'm Dr. Jean Marie coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.